0: Somewhere down the line, after this very difficult experience, I got an inflammation on my knee. I couldn't walk and had to be carried everywhere. This is where I am very grateful for my siblings, because they carried me from the room to the dining room and to the bathroom. When we went to the doctor, I remember myself saying, not another one, when he mentioned that my knee needs to be operated if the antibiotics did not work. My mom being a God-fearing and faithful woman convinced me, the doctor and herself, that I would not need an operation. After weeks of taking antibiotics and anti-inflammatory pills and seeing no result, the doctor mentioned the operation again. My mom said she had faith that God would heal me. It took time but I did not get that operation and my knee got better. While I am only mentioning these major health issues, the minor ones did not stop. I remember struggling with cough so bad that it literally felt like I was coughing my lungs out. Several times I had such bad influenza that I had to remember to breathe. Getting into my teens and having so many health issues, I kept asking God what his purpose for me was. Why did I see so many people die of the many things that I was struggling with but I was still alive? Oh, I remember once we went to Angola for the holidays. We were at church and the church doctor who had so often seen me in his consultation room did not believe that I was the same girl who was in and out of his office. I remember him telling me and my mom that it was a miracle that I was still alive. That day, it hit me that I am a walking miracle and that that is where the title of this blog came from. Now in 2014, I began to feel a lump on my right breast but I thought nothing of it. One day I was laying on the bed talking to my cousin and I mentioned it to her lightly. My mom so happened to overhear it. She then asked why I had not said anything and to be honest, I was afraid of finding out the worst. She booked the doctor's appointment and while the doctor asked me all the questions he had to, he had to and then examined me. I remember his words so clearly clearly as he removed the needle from my breast i was hoping it was a soft tissue it if it was i would just suck the fluid out of this out with a syringe and send it to the lab since it is a hard tissue we will have to surgically remove it i don't know what i was thinking at the time but i said oh can i keep it with such excitement <laughs> The doctor smiled at me and said no, we will need to send it to the lab to make sure everything is okay. I was more saddened by the fact that I could not keep my cyst than the, the possibility that it could be cancerous. I had the operation, unfortunately it was a benign cyst, but I have a high risk of, recu- of it recurring anywhere in my body. I did have one on the wrist in 2017, but luckily it was a soft one, so the doctor just sucked out the fluid. Um, It was actually quite painful. Now that I am 25, well I was when I wrote this blog, I just thought that I really had a lot to be grateful for. God has brought me through so many health issues among other trials and tribulations. So many times when I hear about the passing of other people, I look at God and say, you've spared me another day. Many of my doctors would be surprised that I have come thus far. And the thing is that God's plans are beyond medical and scientific explanations. When he has a purpose for you, he will bring you through rain and fire. And in my blog post, Failure Part 2, and the podcast Failure Part 2, I spoke about how I'm not afraid to die. And I think it's all these experiences that get got me to this point. I always tell people, if your time has come, you will go even if it's the flu. Which brings me to the pandemic we are going through now. Well, we were going through the pandemic when I wrote the nineteen Since COVID-19 hit our shores, I did not panic like many of the people around me did. I kept telling my friends and um, that I'm not following the coronavirus saga. I don't know the stats and to be honest, I didn't want to be reeled into the panic. I am doing, doing everything in my capacity to stay safe and keep others safe by staying at home and washing my hands, wearing masks when going shopping and so on and so forth, but I don't want to worry about the things that I have no control over. To be able to celebrate such a milestone, being alive for a quarter of a century in the midst of people struggling to survive is a blessing. I want to end off with some words from the lyrics of a song that has a very personal meaning to me. This song brings tears to my eyes because it reminds me of the many times God has allowed me to breathe His breath. It's a reminder of how it has been good; He has been good to me, and I give myself away by William McDowell. Here's, um, if you want to listen, go check it out on YouTube um, and just listen to the, the words that He speaks, and you know, just contemplate on what He says. But this is the words I wanted to share with you guys is my life is not my own to you I belong I give myself I give myself to you and obviously this is a dedication to God Uh, this is me giving my life to God and just telling him that you know what without you there's nothing I can do um this life is not mine and no matter how many wrong choices or how many choices I you allow me to make for myself this is still your life and I could write a book and make a movie of my life to inspire others to keep believing. Everybody has a story to tell, and we may not inspire all, and that's okay because the point is not to insp- is to inspire. The point is to inspire just one. I thank God for making me a walking miracle and for making my life a living testimony. And here is to as many more years as He has planned for each of us. Stay strong, believe, give your life and surrender yourself to the Lord because the plans that he has for you and for your life are way greater than your own plans. They go beyond the plans of this world and they're greater than what you can imagine.